Welcome to the Live Free Real Estate Podcast, hosted by licensed realtors and investors, Jonathan Dempsey and Mike Eichler, where we teach you how to achieve financial freedom through real estate investing and other investing means by interviewing experts in the space and giving you real-life examples from regular everyday people on their journey to financial freedom. Hey, what's going on, guys, and welcome back to the Live Free Real Estate Podcast. We hope that each and every one of you had an amazing Thanksgiving break. I know I did. I know I ate a lot of stuff. What about you, JD? Yeah, I ate way too much turkey, but didn't nap after, so I'd call it a win. Great Thanksgiving. That is a great win. Usually, my Thanksgivings end up in very long naps um, and, and waking up pretty late the next day, but I was pretty good this year. Uh, I only took a little nap, so it wasn't that bad. Um, but today, we're actually going to be discussing everything about the Poconos and the HOAs and everything that the HOAs have to offer, such as the benefits, drawbacks, fees, and some other of our favorite and least favorite HOAs are in the Poconos. Yeah, I'm excited to bring you guys kind of our power rankings list today. And we often get asked, like, where you should be looking in the Poconos. Um, if you guys are anything like us, you find yourself late night on Zillow uh, looking for houses to scoop up. And when that happens... Um, you're going to want some direction on where to look, and there's some common pitfalls when you first start looking in the Poconos. So we're going to kind of guide you guys to where you need to be and where you want to be looking. Yeah. So first off, let's talk about a little bit what even is an HOA. Um, so what an HOA is, it's actually it's called a homeowners association. And what basically a homeowners association is, is just a private community where it's a group of houses and everybody in the community agrees at one point in time to join the HOA. Now, with the HOA, there's a bunch of benefits and negatives, which we'll get into, but an HOA is kind of just like a group of houses where everybody agrees to um, sort of share all the amenities that might be um, included in the HOA from sort of the fees and things that they charge per year, things like that. Um, what, what else kind of is an HOA? Yeah, you put it really well. It's, it's a group of homes and homeowners who agree to form their own association that is going to make all the rules for the HOA. Um, and usually this goes by a vote. Um, I don't want to say that there are a lot of HOAs that the votes are kind of tailored to what certain people on the board want, but uh, HOAs make the rules. They're essentially a dictatorship, to put it not so nicely. Um, but other times, they do, they do have a lot of rules with the purpose of just building a greater community, a greater sense of community, and to try to keep uh, everything to a certain standard. Um, most HOAs are created with great intent, um, as with any organization, too much power can become uh, a problem and people take advantage of it. Yeah, for sure. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And the idea behind an HOA makes honestly complete sense. Like you want to keep all the houses nice. You want everybody to be kind of safe and, and be able to share in these amenities and have, you know, nice clean neighborhoods and roads and, and everything upkept by the fee that you're paying into. But sometimes it's not always all glamorous as, as you might think it is. Um, which is why I want to transition a little bit into some of maybe some of the benefits first of the HOAs. Um, what some of the benefits I see, the biggest things are really going to be, like I said before, the amenities. So a lot of these HOAs in the Poconos have these pools, they have tennis courts, they have basketball courts, they have lakes, and everything like that is all upkept by your HOA fee. Yeah, there's some really cool spots. So like Arrowhead Lakes, for example. Um, that community center is kind of built off onto like a little island. Like if you guys just Google search Arrowhead Lake, uh, the community center, it just looks really cool. Um, playing tennis, playing tennis by the water. Like there's a lot of things that it's almost like a forced contribution to the greater good, which is a great reason to have HOA fees. I personally love how Lake Naomi has such rigid standards for how the houses are upkept. 
There's only certain colors your house can be painted, certain types of materials that your house can have for siding. Uh, your light bulbs on the outside have to be a certain color. Um, you have to have bear-proof trash cans. There's, the list goes on and on, but it's rules like that that make a community have such a, a great feel for when a guest goes to stay. When you drive through Lake Naomi, you know you're where you want to be. Uh, and it's, it's that feeling that the HOA protects. Yeah, and that's, that's sort of the dictatorship we're really talking about. And when you say dictatorship, that's kind of what we mean. Like, they really limit you on what sort of items you can have. Like, you, like the type of materials all your things are, um, what you can and can't do with certain things you have. Like, for example, like a propane tank. In Lake Naomi, you have to have that covered. And if it's not covered, well, then they're going to find you. And they're going to keep finding you in, until you fix that and, and cover your propane tank. Yeah, and you need special permits to do certain things. Every HOA is different, but like if you want to take a tree down, you're going to need a permit from the HOA to allow it because they want houses to be a certain amount of like wood line trees between each house. There's, again, rigid standards. So uh, that's a good thing. Other times it's not so good. Communities like the Hideout uh, up by Lake Wall and Paul Pack, the Hideout actually was like the main story in banning STRs and home values plummeted overnight. Um, they're in a long legal battle at this point, and the hideout really destroyed its own reputation by doing that, uh, because a lot of the homeowners counted on the HOA um, and the, the ability to rent their homes. Now, something to get into is HOAs with per-stay fees, um, all HOA minutes you can check out and you can see how much money these HOAs are bringing in just from allowing STRs, and that's why when an HOA has STR fees, uh, I think of it as more of a security blanket against any regulation. Um, and that's one reason the Poconos market stands out to, to our team is the HOA uh, and regulations service as a protection. And you're going to be able to continue renting, whereas in urban markets, it's going to be very hard if you don't have the right zoning. Yeah, it's actually really nice you touch on that. Yeah, so a big thing, like you said, is these HOA per stay fees. And these really only apply to, obviously, short-term rentals. Um, there's some long-term rentals, too, but obviously it's you know not going to be as important as a, as a when, it, you have, when you have multiple guests staying each per week. Um, these fees range anywhere from um, sometimes as low as zero um, all the way up to $100 per stay, which sometimes they can, get, they can get quite high, but in some of those communities where those HOA fees are higher, you just sort of have to look for a different level of house. You just kind of look for ones that are going to bring in a little bit more money, which are kind of going to offset that cost, that $100 HOA fee. Um, but it's really nice that you touched on that that point of it's almost like a security blanket for these HOAs to to put these fees into effect because you have to think if, if there's 200 houses in an HOA and they're getting booked each one as an STR every week, the amount of money that's going to generate for that HOA per year is, is going to be quite significant um, and it's not going to be very fun if they were to lose that income each year. They, they literally can't afford it. So an area like Philadelphia where they're thinking about putting restrictions in, we'll see if it happens, but... Uh, the short-term rental tax revenue is maybe 3 or 4% of the city's entire budget, which is still a lot. Um, it's still a, a decision they have to make, but uh, it's a lot harder for an HOA such as uh, Pocono Country Place that has 6,000 houses. Let's say only a fourth of them are rentals uh, and you're charging a $40 per stay fee. The number, the amount of income that they're getting just from the per stay fee is outrageous it's going to make up a majority of their budget and if they were to ever not allow str um, that hoa is just going to be in a very very bad financial position and they don't have the, the same effect to be lobbied by hotels so uh, going into a vacation market hoas are actually your friend more than they are your enemy 
Yeah, if they were to get rid of the HOA fees, they're no longer going to have the money that they thought they were going to have for, for road maintenance or to, to upgrade that brand new pool or to put in those new tennis courts or to, to fix all those things that got ruined through the winter season. Um, they, can be, they can be pretty brutal there in, in, uh, in the Poconos, the winter season, on um, some of your amenities and things like that that are outside. Yeah, the Poconos is all fun and games in the snow um, because the HOAs take good care of the roads. Um, if that wasn't the case, it wouldn't be nearly as fun to go up to the Poconos in the winter and, and enjoy how everything looks. Yeah, exactly, because a lot of the state-maintained uh, roads, um, they're fine. Obviously, you pay them with, with state tax and things like that, but the HOA um, within those communities, the, the HOA is responsible for maintaining those roads. And a lot of them, um, w- one thing we didn't touch on is, is some more the, the benefits of having an HOA is, is sort of that sense of security. A lot of these HOAs have gates um, where you have to go in and, and actually talk to somebody at a front desk um, and have somebody in the, in the community check you in. Or if you're a realtor, you just have to schedule a showing. You can go in there pretty easily. Um, but there's a lot of security to go in. And there's, as well as that, there's also patrol cars that go around um, and just police that are just all throughout those communities making sure everyone's safe and everything you know looks looks kosher. Yeah, and one thing that I've noticed some people are turned off by is when an HOA has a gate. Um, I wouldn't say that it's better or worse to have one. Uh, when your guests check in, they just have to go to the main office one time to get the key card, and then they're in and out just like anyone else. Um, but they also are now afforded that level of security, which is pretty cool. Um, it's annoying the first time, but a lot of HOAs have it, so I wouldn't pick or choose an HOA based off of having a gate. You're going to encounter that at more than half of them. Yeah, pretty much everything in the, in the Poconos is, um, in general, in HOA, but uh, a lot of them do tend to be gated. And li- like you said, it's really not that bad. Um, you go in there one time, you get your pass, and then you're good every time. You don't even have to go into the HOA anymore. You just show it to the camera, um, your little either paper pass or, or like NFC tag, kind of like card they have somewhere. You just tap to the gate, and you're getting no problem. Yeah, you swipe in like a VIP. That's right. That's right. Um So today, when we get into these power rankings, I want you guys to keep something in mind. Um, These rankings are definitely based off of objective factors, uh, such as the per-stay fees and some other things that are going to impact you financially. But there's also subjective uh, factors into these rankings. Um, Just from touring the area and being around there, living there, um, we've gotten certain experiences that you're not going to see when you just look at a Zillow listing online. And we want to share those with you. But remember, that's our experience and they are subjective. So um, anyone who is a big fan of one HRA or the other, um, I ask you not to uh, take offense to my rankings. Um, I think every HRA on this list is is getting mentioned because we think it is appropriate to buy in it. Um, We're just going to try to steer people in the right direction for their investments. Yeah, I mean, well said. All right, well, let's start. Um, We have a list of the top 10, but before we get into the top 10, we are going to go into three honorable mention HOAs um, that don't quite make the top 10, but we still want you guys to keep an eye out and we still have some some tips for you. So the first one is Pocono Farms East. Mike, why do we like or dislike Pocono Farms East? Okay, number one, Pocono Farms East does not have an HOA per stay fee, meaning when you buy a house and you have your people stay there, um, there's no extra fee added on top. You just have that one-time yearly fee, um, which is, do we know how much that is off the top of our heads? It's not very much. It's not very much. It's probably less than $1,000, um, which really is not that bad. Um, there's not a ton of, of stuff um, necessarily in the amenities, um, but it is very close to some of the um, ski resorts and, and all those sorts of things like that. Uh, it's not actually close to ski resorts, which is why it stays off of the top 10 list. Um, 
And the one caveat to Pocono Farms East, and the reason it falls lower on our rankings, but still good, um, is it's just we generally don't find things that work from a numbers perspective in Pocono Farms East. Um, so if you guys were to use this list to find places to look, um, I would just say like leave Pocono Farms East on the back burner for that reason. We have found a gem here and there in Pocono Farms East. It just doesn't seem like there's very much attention from a short-term rental perspective there. And with a lack of kind of the upside of being close to ski resorts or having amenities, it's just not the first place that I would look. Totally fair. And I do want to mention real quick, if anybody's planning on looking somewhere around the Pocono Farms East area, you do have to make sure that you're not in the other community that's very close to it, to the west, which is Pocono Farms. That is a different community entirely. They have almost the same name, but it's different. That one is going to have a $100 per se fee. So you want to make sure you're looking in Pocono Farms East or you're looking in Pocono Farms, whichever one you want to be in and, and not the other way around. Spoiler alert, Pocono Farms is going to be higher up on our list later. It does make um, the list. Another confusing distinction to make is there is Tobihana, which is where Pocono Farms is, uh, and Pocono Farms East, and a couple other HOAs on our website um, and in our rankings. But uh, Tobihana Township is different than Tobihana the town. Um, Tobihana Township is a little stricter with its uh, STR regulations, and you can only have two people per bedroom and a max of 10 people, even if you have six, seven, eight bedrooms. So um, that kind of hurts some of our HOAs in the rankings. But at the end of the day, like as long as you're not trying to cater to a party crowd, which you shouldn't be, because um, you kind of ruin the, the name of the industry when you do that, uh, you'll be fine in Tobiana Township. Yeah, that's actually one of the bigger reasons um, I'd imagine they are trying to ban these, these STRs in some of these communities is because of the parties, because of all the trash they generate and just noise and, and everything included. Um, there are actually some ways to, to get around them real quick. I want to point out um, of parties which are, let's say, noise awares. Do you want to explain what a noise aware is? Yeah, a noise aware is a monitoring device that you put in the house. Um, people wouldn't even realize it's there, and it just measure, measures the decibel levels in the house. So you can set it at whatever threshold you want, but generally if a noise aware is going to give you an alert, that means you definitely have a party in your house. Um, it's really hard to get these things above that level. Like you can't uh, inorganically set these things off. So... They're really nice, they're cheap, they're about $17 a month to have in the house, and you get notified every time the noise gets gets too high. Um, it is recommended by Tobiana Township to have a device like this, so if I were you guys, uh, I would either check to see if your management company uses uh, these noise softwares, or if you're self-hosting, um, I would definitely check it out. Yeah, totally good thing to have, um, and yeah. It, it pretty much shuts down all parties right away when, when that uh, noise aware sort of gives you that alert that being people are being too loud. You, know, you give them a quick call. You say, hey, um, the neighbor's saying you guys are being a little loud if you want to keep it down a little bit. Um, usually parties pretty much stop right after that, and then there's no issues. Yeah, and the Poconos market doesn't generally have as many parties as an urban market would. Um, it's a traditional vacation market. And I think the rules and regulations to Hobihana, even though there are restrictions, they're not crazy. I mean, they want a two-night minimum stay, I believe. Uh, they want you to have a limit on the number of people. Um, they're just doing things that make sense if you're trying to prevent totally. people who are going to show up for one night with 40 people and going to cause a disturbance to the other people who reside in the community. Yes. And do they have any sort of limit on um, one night stays or is that not something they do? Tobihana Township does. Is a minimum of two nights, correct? I believe it's two nights. Okay, yeah, so that's another thing. Um, and I don't know if really any of the other townships, I haven't really dug in too much on that specific thing, but I do know that, yeah, I, I did remember Tobihana had something like that, yes. Yeah, and the other townships I don't believe have anything like that, but you have to think, like, 
once a township kind anyway. of finds that formula for success, because at the end of the day, like no HOA is going to benefit from not allowing STR and no HOA is going to benefit from allowing STR fully to the point where there's parties. So I think a lot of these HOAs will come to the same kind of conclusion of a two night minimum stay uh, and trying to limit the number of people. But after that, I think you're going to be fine to rent in the Poconos for the long haul. Yeah, totally. All right, let's get into our next honorable mention, and that is Indian Mountain Lakes, which is in Albrightsville. Yeah, Indian Mountain Lakes comes as one of the higher tiers. Um, my big kind of thing with Indian Mountain Lakes is there's a $50 per stay fee, which isn't necessarily the end of the world um, because there are properties that, that can sustain that $50 fee. Um, it does have a gate, which is pretty cool. Um, it's not too, too far from the slopes as in Albrightsville, kind of close to those those ski resorts um the amenities are kind of standard there's nothing really that that sticks out too too well um but the guest experience does fall kind of short relative to the other communities um like like naomi or lake harmony where you're right next to the ski resorts and things like that um yeah it's it's all about the experience that you have going into the hoa like when you drive through lake naomi you know you're in a nice place when you drive through indian mountain lakes you don't get that same feel um, and that's kind of the trouble. And then also, like, whether it's offensive or not, I'm sorry, but the gate people at Indian Mountain Lakes are not very nice. <laughs> um, everywhere else, I would say, is are much nicer. Um, yes. You can like, you're just interacting with a regular person uh, everywhere else. But every time I've been at Indian Mountain Lakes, it's very robotic, very stern. Um, they're not going to tell you to have a nice day, and that's one reason it's fallen so short on our list. Totally, yeah. And I don't know about yours, but one of my favorite HOAs, I think the nicest people I've, I've come in contact with is Arrowhead Lakes. I don't know if that's the same with you, but I've had a good experience every single time with them. Um, usually there's not too many lines, as in there's another HOA on here um, that I don't like personally. Um, it, always, it always has big lines. The staff actually isn't too bad, but it's they're, they're not my favorite. But Arrowhead Lakes is, is one of my most favorite communities um, just of all. Yeah, I think you kind of get what you get with these HOAs. Um, and that's kind of what I've experienced everywhere is if you're nice to them, they're going to be nice to you. But if you are not very nice, they're going to give it back to you. And that goes with all of them. Um, I've found Big Bass Lake to be super friendly every time I go there. That is fair. Um, but yeah, some don't even have gate, so you won't even have to deal with them. Uh, but if you're nice, they'll be nice. Except for Indian Mountain Lakes, they're not that nice. They're not that nice, yeah, no. (laughs) All right, let's get past Indian Mountain Lakes. We're going to go to uh, Pocono Country Place. Um, which is very well known in the region. Um, it's one of the you, biggest, actually, I believe, right? With over it's, it's got, 6,000 homes. Yeah, it's got to be one of the biggest. Um, that place is massive. It's got several lakes. It's cool. But uh, as far as the Pocono Country Place, many people know it very well um, because yes. most people have a strong opinion on whether they love it or they hate it. Uh, as the Poconos has evolved, it's getting nicer and nicer, which I think factors into um, how people feel about it. And another thing to keep in mind is... Uh, a Pocono Country Place has more affordable homes. So when you're searching on Zillow, like I can't tell you how many times when people start looking in uh, the Poconos for a place to rent, the first they, thing the they first, point out, they start sending me houses in a Pocono Country Place, which is not necessarily a bad thing. Um, I definitely have recommended renting in there before, and we've gotten a couple like high performers in that HOA. The thing is. There are certain houses that you just want to avoid because a Pocono Country Place has 
not very many lots to build on and every house kind of looks exactly the same. It's very cookie cutter. Um, you're gonna see a lot of houses between like 200 and 300,000 um, that are all three bedrooms, two bathrooms. Uh, and the problem is even though the, the people renovating them do a fantastic job with the renovation, the issue is you can find another house next to it that looks exactly the same. You can find 50 more in the community that look exactly the same. So if you think you're just gonna buy a place that's renovated and listed on Airbnb and do well because you bought really cheap and affordable, it's not gonna work that way just because so many other people are doing it. So if you're gonna buy in that community, you need to have something that sets you apart. And that's what our clients have done. They've bought a couple of houses in there that are just different, like they're, they're cooler. Um, and you have to be careful because a lot of these houses look good on Zillow, but there's flaws with the renovation and they end up just, the numbers don't work if you don't have something special. So that's why I would just encourage you to look elsewhere um, and we'll help you guys out with finding places that will work in there. Totally. And you can most definitely keep uh, Pocono Country Place in mind. You just really have to look for sort of those out those outlier properties, those ones that are just kind of better than the rest, um, that are not so cookie cutter, that have um, not even a hot tub kind of sets it apart, really. You kind of need like a hot tub plus a game room plus maybe even something else. You really just need those like those super crazy nice X Factor things that, that make it stand out versus, you know, the rest. Yeah, I think with a hot tub and good service, you'll you'll be in a good spot. Um, a lot of people who are not very great at managing their units um, perform in PCP. So you have a, a chance to differentiate yourself. Um, so there's definitely potential there. Where I think PCP is super interesting is the lakefronts. The yes. lakefronts and PCP are so cheap. Some they of, have some of the nicest ones. Huge yes. yards that face the lake. Like you have so much potential. And I think, <clears throat> and you can mark my words. You've heard it here first. Pocono Country Places lakefronts will be the place to be uh, ten years from now. You know they might just be, and and you are kind of correct. They're the, some of the biggest. Um, lake frontage land that I've seen at the back of a house have been in a Pocono Country Place. They've been in the further section right on Dresser Lake because um, PCP's Pocono Country Place is actually um, separated by, by two different regions. Um, there's like the first lake and then there's a second lake which is actually quite a distance. Actually almost, almost five or six minute drive to get to the second gate um, from the main gate. And that one is is where you find all the the lakefront houses that are super nice. They're really big. They're not even that expensive. They're anywhere from from four to to. There's a brand new one about to be finished building. It's probably almost finished now at 700k, and and they're some of the nicest ones. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a 2,400 square foot lake house for oh, 700k. Brand new construction. And that's the thing is there there are a lot of <laughs> older houses there, and as that entire waterfront strip gets renovated, it's going to be the place to be. Um, by no means is it ever going to be a Lake Harmony necessarily, but uh, it's, a, it's a cool spot. Uh, Mike, you own a house in an HOA, and that is actually number 10 on our list, the number first ranked 10 HOA. On our list. Yeah, so the number 10 on our list is Stillwater Lake Civic Association. This one is is pretty close to sort of some of like the more main areas. So like when I say that, I mean like the Walmart, and there's a brand new Wawa that just came in, um, sort of things like that. This one is on Stillwater Lake, of course, and... The issue with this one, which is not really a huge issue, but at first I didn't really know as much, um, is there's a $75 per stay fee, which isn't always the worst because you can kind of charge a little bit more and people kind of understand that. 
um, as as everyone in that community sort of charges a little bit more for the short term running, as you know they have to cover that seventy five dollar fee. Um, but starting off, it, it actually did pretty good for me. Um, I was making anywhere from like eight hundred to a thousand dollars cash flow per month on, on the short term rental, and it was pretty good. It was, it was a really good experience for me to sort of learn how to do everything, um, to go through the whole transaction process, and to, to furnish it myself. And it was actually a lot of fun um, to to do the whole thing, uh, and that is is a great decision I did. Yeah, you're doing really well in Stillwater. Um, I have a client under contract on a lake house there now. Um, actually, it's in Stillwater Estates, which has no HOA fee, which is pretty cool. It's very interesting. Yes, it's, so it's right next. It's right on the other side of the highway. Uh, is that 940? Yeah. Yeah, so right on the other side of Highway 940 is Stillwater Estates, which is different than Stillwater Lake Civic Association. And as there's no fee, and then the house you were just mentioning is, is a very beautiful house. We went there. We took some videos, and it's it's a nice lakefront house for Five hundred ish k, six seventy. Six seventy. Wow. Yeah. No. It was. It was. It was a nice house. <laughs> it's a nice house. Done to the nines. Yeah. And then that's another lakefront <laughs> that I think will develop over time. Um, a lot of the houses there will be renovated, and it'll be a pretty cool place to be. Um, the next spot we have on our list, number nine, Emerald Lakes. Emerald Lakes is pretty cool. It's pretty central. It's in Long Pond, um, not too far from the ski slopes. Some of the houses are nicer. Um, it. The houses can be more secluded. Some of them are right off the, the main road. Other ones are tucked back a little more. So it's kind of by house in Emerald Lakes, um, what's going to work and what won't. Uh, and I found that a lot of the larger houses or more expensive ones just make more sense uh, because there is no option to really part-time host in Emerald Lakes. You're going to pay a, an annual fee to short-term rent. And with that, uh, if you're going to be renting all year long, the $2,500 annual fee won't really be that much of an issue uh, because there is no per state fee, which is cool. Um, but if you're going to be only be renting a couple months out of the year, you're not really going to want to pay that fee. And they do have lower tier options, but I don't think most of you guys listening are here to find a house to live in most of the year and then rent out. So fair. Um, that's just one thing to keep in mind on Emerald Lakes. <laughs> and then another thing to keep in mind is they just started talking about limiting the amount of STRs in the community. I would think that anyone who already has an SDR is going to be grandfathered in. Maybe when you sell the house, the new person can SDR. Uh, but you never know what's going to happen with these, so we'll keep our eye on it. Um, and for that reason, Emerald Lakes comes in at number nine. Yeah, and to touch on that a little bit, the the talks that are having about restricting the STRs in Emerald Lakes, um, they're only talking about making it so a percentage of the total houses in the community are able to um, be str so however they they work that out i think it's i think we did the math it's about 17 percent right now are strs so whether they up that to 20 percent or whatever they do um that's what they're in talks of doing now that could change completely but that's the most update information we have as of uh, a few days ago like the 27th or something i think they had their meeting yeah so we'll see stay tuned next on our list number eight is pocono farms uh, I personally love Pocono Farms, and that's because a lot of the houses in there are really nice. Uh, Pocono Farms is technically a country club, so with that, you get really star-stunning amenities. Um, it's a cool place to be. The houses are nice. The amenities are nice. Um, but with that, you get a $100 HOA fee. So if you're looking in Pocono Farms um, and you kind of see that the houses seem kind of cheap for how nice they are, that's because the, the per-stay fee is pretty high. So in order for investors to get in there, um, it all kind of evens out. So just make sure you're buying a house that's like super nice um, or is going to cater to longer reservations so that you can offset that cost. Yeah, I would say Pocono Farms is kind of more so a, a you kind of buy and live there and then or maybe like a vacation house where you rent it out occasionally, um, things like that for a higher higher fee um, per night just so you can cover that fee. It, would you say that's, that's probably the best way to play that one? 
Uh, I think you can rent in there too, but it's definitely, it's meant to be lived in, um, but it's also meant to be rented if the place is nice. Right, right. Fair, fair. Number seven comes in with Talamitzing Trails. I actually am a pretty big fan of Talamitzing Trails. Um, it's a highly covered HOA and for good reasons. Um, the community has tons of amenities. Um, it's it's pretty, pretty proximity, pretty close to Jack Frost and Big Boulder, the, the two biggest ski resorts actually next to each other um, in all of the Poconos. Um, there is that $30 per stay fee, which kind of hurts a little bit, um, as well as they add an additional $5 per every vehicle you have. Typically, you probably only have one or two, so it's, it's not the, the hugest thing ever. And I think um, usually they're going to be rentals anyway, so it's not going to be a huge deal. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I just kind of like that community. Um, it's, it's one of my more favorite ones. Yeah, a lot of people have good things to say about Tom Hitching Trails. I've always had a good experience there. There's no gate, which is pretty cool. Uh, the, you do have to register your guests three days in advance of stay. Not the end of the world. A lot of HOAs uh, do that. And I like Tom Hitching Trails due to their proximity. The one thing to watch out for is you can't just buy anything in Tom Hitching Trails. And I'm going to sound like a broken record because I'm going to say that for all of them. But it is kind of true for all but of them. But half the houses there are really cool and the other half are not that cool. So like you can't just buy based on the HOA. You have to buy based on the house. So just so I don't keep saying it, make sure you're buying a cool house wherever you're buying and you'll be fine. That's very true. Yeah, X Factor is a big thing no matter where you go in the Poconos. Um, and, and you kind of mentioned a little bit um, about sort of having to, to pre-register your guests a few days in advance. Usually what we do is just have our cleaners go in because um, sometimes they're even like a little like strict with how they do it and they want cash um, paid, which is kind of interesting. But um, usually you just have your cleaners do it and it's not really a huge problem. Yeah, either the guest is going to pay the $5, $10 for the cars or you can just have your cleaners <laughs> prepay. It's not the end of the world. Um, so Tom Hensing Trails, thumbs up, number seven. One that has climbed on our list recently is Locust Lake Village. This is a Gold Star community, uh, I am told, which um, I don't know what that really means because some of the nice HOAs are not Gold Star communities and some of the ones that are, I mean, all of the Gold Star ones are actually really nice. Yeah, I almost feel it's, it's sort of like the, the Michelin star where they kind of just slap, an, or not the Michelin star, the, uh, the JD Power with cars. They kind of just slap that award on there and just, you know, you're a JD Power award. Yeah, I mean, it means something. All the, the Gold Star ones are good. Oh, totally. But that doesn't mean you need it to be the best. So Locust Lake Village, I love looking for houses in Locust Lake Village because you get properties that are a good size or they have just a really good bone structure and you can end up going in there and renovating or just buy something that's fully ready that's pretty affordable. And because you're buying at a good value, you're offering a sick house. The price doesn't have to be anything crazy um, on the nightly stay and you can make the numbers work more often than not. Um, if you find a good house in Logos Lake Village. Yeah. Coming in at number five, Arrowhead Lakes. Arrowhead Lakes is a longtime vacation favorite in the Poconos region. Um, it's I, I think it's one of the biggest lakes in the Poconos um, besides Lake Wall and Paw Pack, which unfortunately you can't rent um, STR, pretty much pretty much any of it, right? Yeah, most of Lake Wall and Paw Pack is ridiculous. If you're looking for a short-term rental, I would <laughs> just not look around there. Yeah, a lot of people go there. Um, I don't. I guess people stay in hotels, or, or they have like this other like non Airbnb. It's, it's stuff almost or... all vacation homes, and I think that's what the the Poconos is going to kind of <clears throat> cater towards. Is there's going to be areas that will always be short term rental friendly, and there's going to be areas that have already put their foot down, and it will probably stay that way for most of the rest of the time there. I, I think so. That it kind of sounds pretty pretty accurate. Um, 
But anyway, for Arrowhead Lakes, um, there's actually a lot of people who who ask me when they when when I talk to them about the Poconos, and they they mention Arrowhead Lakes right away. Um, it's it's a pretty nice it's a pretty nice resort. Um, it's it's got tons of stuff. Um, yeah, you definitely like you'll notice there's charm in Arrowhead Lakes when you drive through. There's some really cute houses. Like it's it's almost like a fairy tale type of drive. Um, and there's good opportunities to do renovation projects there too. Like the, even though it's going to cost you a decent amount to even to pick up something that's not in great shape, you're going to be able to get a high ARV there. Uh, and Arrowhead Lakes just has a really good brand to it. So you're in a good spot if you're picking up a house in Arrowhead Lakes. Oh, for sure. And it's relatively close to Jack Frost Big Boulder, um, but it also is in Tobihana, which you have to remember uh, only limits to 10 guests max, two per bedroom. That's right. Um, but you're not going to be throwing parties at Arrowhead Lake. You're going to look for that charming vacation rental. And for that reason, it's number five on the list. Totally. And there's a $35 fee. I want to throw it in there so we stay consistent with that. All right. Big Bass Lake coming in at number four. Um, this place has climbed up to the top of our list. Every time we tour it, we are just amazed at how beautiful it is. And another thing to mention is the lot sizes. So in other communities, your lot size might be 0.2 acres, 0.3 acres. Um, not very huge. You're close to the houses nearby. You don't have much of a backyard that's um, well fought off from the other houses. Uh, I would say Lake Naomi is probably the best community for keeping like tree lines. So even though the lot sizes aren't huge, you still feel totally private in your house. Big Bass Lake, these lots are 0.9, an acre, 1.2 acres. You feel like you're by yourself. So if you're looking for that mountain house escape, super cool spot to look. Yeah, I don't think anywhere else. Um, pretty much Big Bass Lake is the biggest one. Um, there's a vast majority of the houses you have privacy. Like your backyard is, is fully wooded. Um, you don't have people very close to you on your left or right. Um, you're usually pretty separated from the other side of the road. So you really do have that sense of, of major privacy um, anywhere you are throughout your house. Yeah, and a lot of the houses we've sold there recently back up to state game land. Um, and that's just another reason that Big Bass Lake is really cool is there's a lot of different hiking trails nearby. Uh, you can hunt. Um, you can also quickly get to their own little ski slope and snow tubing spot. Which is uh, crazy. They have their own little like ski hill there. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's super convenient. And the house prices are so affordable. I think it's because Big Bass Lake just doesn't get nearly as much attention, but it deserves it. So from an appreciation standpoint, I think Big Bass Lake will get there because at the end of the day, if you have a really cool house um, and all of the rest of the community are cool houses, it just needs to catch on in popularity and you'll be there. There's no factor that's holding it back. It's not like it's a high crime area. It's not like there's any issues. Um, it just needs time. Yeah, there's definitely a good reason why Big Bass Lake comes in at our number four on the list. Yeah, $50 per stay fee, but your house is going to be bigger. Your rental amounts are going to be higher. It's not something to deter you. Just keep that in your underwriting and you will be good to go. Number three on our list, we have Camelot Forest and Greenwood Acres. We kind of push these two together. Um, and I will take this one because <laughs> this is me saying that these are number three um, just from the experience that I've had uh, being there. So Camelot Forest is really cool. All of the houses are just super nice. Um, they're all very rustic um, but still modern. Um, I haven't seen a house in Camelot Forest that I don't like. And the street names are really cool. Like I just think whoever made this HOA... <laughs> Like, they came together to just, like, make a cool, fun place to hang out. And that's really what, like, to me, it's the ideal HOA. It's not a big HOA. There is no per-stay fee. The HOA dues are really low. And the craziest part is 
For both Camelot Forest and Greenwood Acres, they are only seven minutes from Vale's ski resorts, Jack Frost and Big Boulder. Um, if that is not a reason to stay in the Poconos, the fact that you're going to be in a super cool house, a super big cabin, uh, and super close to the ski resorts, also right near a lake, like that's just what you want to look for. And lastly, they're on central sewer system, so you don't have to worry about septic uh, in these communities, which is just really cool. They can get quite hefty, the cost on them, if, if there's something that goes wrong and you don't check for them in inspections, as we know sometimes. Um, sometimes it just happens. Um, you can't really control it. Septics, you know, go wrong. Yeah, it happens. And then Greenwood Acres is also cool because one of the area's premier builders is just building it up. Um, so you're seeing these, like we just sold a 3,700 square foot massive cabin. Super cool. With seven bedrooms. It's only seven minutes from the ski slopes. Like it's just my favorite place that I've been in. And it's yeah, brand new. Like you can still smell like they just put in the, the wood to build the house. Yeah. And it's crazy because we just saw this, a smaller house go up for sale on Arrowhead <laughs> that I would say is not, it's, it's close to being comparable, but it's not even quite the same level, um, as the one that we have in Greenwood Acres, but Arrowhead, the price tag is 1.3 million. In Greenwood Acres, 660,000 we wrapped that thing up for, which is just mind blowing that you can get 3,700 square foot cabin Crazy. for that price, uh, that close to the slopes. Yeah, I think I think being that close to the slopes, it would warrant a little bit of a higher price, but um, I think because the HOA is a little smaller, it, it doesn't quite, the price haven't quite caught up with sort of the area, I, I would think so. And I, I think they will. Uh, oh, most definitely. As the Poconos continues to build up, and they just put a Wawa two minutes from this, from both these HOAs, which are <clears> across <throat> from each other. Um, the last thing I would want to mention is that they are building a 3,700 square foot, seven bedroom house on the lake in Camelot Forest. Uh, so if you guys are interested in that, it will be listed under a million dollars. Or maybe I'll scoop it up. We'll see. Uh, if you guys don't want it, I'm going to take it. So you have your warning. <clears throat> Number two on our list, one of my favorite all-time HOAs in the Poconos, Lake Naomi and, and Timber Trails. These HOAs are next to each other, Lake Naomi and Timber Trails. Um, they're sort of the same thing. I think you can buy into um, the Lake Naomi Club, which includes Timber Trail, if I'm correct. Uh, I think Timber Trails <clears throat> might have its own club, or they can just buy into either one. I think um, that's what it is, yeah. But they, they are basically the same HOA. They abide by almost all the same rules. Um, you enter both from the same exact spot. So Exactly. What's really cool about this HOA is there's actually no gate. There's no gate in the community. You can just go in, but you still feel like you kind of have that, that safety and, and privacy. They, they do still have um, the patrol cars that drive around um, of the HOA as well as you know police officers. Every once in a while, we'll drive through and just make sure everything's good. Um, these are some of the nicest houses I've seen. Um, and the price tags definitely do warrant it. You can find anywhere between like 400 to to $1.5 million house just sold right on Trout Pond. Yeah, um, it's crazy. When I was just looking for comps for the lake house in Stillwater, um, there really like aren't any renovated. There weren't a ton of renovated places in Stillwater. So the next community over to Lake Naomi, there's not a lake house that has sold for less than $1.5 million, which yeah. just shows you like other areas, you might be able to grab one, Arrowhead, um, 700,000 ish, 800, 900. If you go super nice, of course, there'll be more. Um, but it's just crazy that the value is so high in Lake Naomi. And I think that speaks to the experience that I can't explain to you over a podcast, <laughs> but you drive through there, you'll understand why Lake Naomi is so pre prestigious. Oh, you know, right away, once you're in Lake Naomi, you're like, wow, like this, this feels really, really good. This community, like I want to own a house in this community. Um, 
And you can kind of notice that because the house is in there, go up, and they, they sell very quickly. Um, but what's really nice about um, Lake Nomi is there is no per-stay fee, as well as the club, while very expensive, is not mandatory actually to join. Um, the club is, is going to cost you, if you want to join the club, it's going to cost you $4,000 um, just fee, as well as $4,800 per year. So the $4,000 um, fee one time um, to join the club, and then $4,800 per year. Um, they have they have tennis courts, they have um, lakes, they have tons of amenities that, that make it kind of worth, as well as the clubhouse and, and things like that, and all the community features. Um. Yeah, they let you take boats out, uh, like kayaks and canoes. Um, it's it's pretty cool, you, but you don't have to opt into it. You can just pay the $800 a year HOA fee for the, yeah. the, the maintenance, um, and then you're good to go. So Lake Naomi, pretty cool spot to be. All right, our number one spot, I would say this is just ahead of Lake Naomi by, by a hair, and that is Lake Harmony. So similar to Lake Naomi and Timber Trails, Lake Harmony and Split Rock are right next to each other. Um, the key caveat there is Split Rock's going to charge you a $4,800 a year HOA, whereas uh, Lake Harmony Estates is only $700 a year. Um, Lake Harmony, you just have the most amazing feel driving through it. You're not going to touch a house for cheap there. Uh, I've had people say they want a house for $300,000 in Lake Harmony, and I say, I get you that. Um, just get in this time machine and go back to 1970 <laughs> with me. Uh, Lake Harmony is expensive, and it's for a good reason. Uh, it's five minutes from Jack Frost Big Boulder. Um, again, owned by Vale, and you're just going to want to, like, when you drive into Lake Harmony, you realize you turn into vacation mode instantly. You're totally relaxed. Um, you're ready to have fun. You notice everyone around you is just having a ball. Like, it feels it feels like your life is a movie when you're in Lake Harmony. So, There's actually a lot of houses in Lake, Lake Harmony where you can see the ski slopes um, from your house, which is super cool. Yeah, and a lot of them you can see the lake, too. Uh, I just love Lake Harmony. If you guys are looking for a house there, let us know. Um, but that's all we got for you today. I think that's going to be the end of our podcast. Um, we bring you this information as agents in the region. We live in the region. We live short-term rentals. Um, so if you guys need help sourcing or underwriting deals, just let us know. Uh, if you need help with management, we've got you. If you need help with interior design, hit up Lab Creates Design. They will help you furnish for STR and bring you the best returns. Uh, but that's all we got for you. If you want to check us out, our website is lflistings.com and that's live free listings that's yep. what that's for that's right my ig live free with jd i am at live free with mikey on instagram and some other platforms too i'm on youtube all those sorts of things um haven't been as active on there but i will start to be um but that's pretty much all we got for you guys we got a nice 41 minute um podcast for you today basically on pretty much everything you need to know if you want to learn about the poconos and, and, and figure out where you want to be looking in the poconos um but yeah, we, I hope uh, we provided some value for you guys today and you can start to you know get some good knowledge on, on where you want to be looking in the Poconos. Let those late night Zillow searches begin. Send me some listings. Let's make it happen. That's right. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you did um, get some value out of this, which I'm sure you did, um, we do ask that you do leave us a rating. Um, and then, uh, yeah, we appreciate that a lot and lets us know you guys want to hear more of this this kind of stuff from us. But uh, anyways, that's, that's pretty much it from us. So uh, live free, guys. Live free.